Hello, Stephen Dan Fouts here. We're veteran educators who've created the Teach Different Conversation podcast to inspire all of us to think deeper, listen with more intention, and understand each other better. If you're a parent, educator, or anybody who wants to think in ways that build real understanding about what's important in life and help others do the same, then you've come to the perfect place. Welcome. Well, welcome everybody to Teach Different Podcast. Uh, this week, we're excited to have uh, Steph Suko here from the Chicagoland area. And uh, we're going to be discussing a quote from Albert Einstein, who showed up in a few of our other conversations. So he just has some amazing quotes about life. And, and tonight, we're going to look at one on success. And it's, it's really, really powerful. So looking forward to that. To remind everybody on how this is going to go, right? We have the three-step method, the teach different method, where we start with this great quote. And then we're going to talk about the claim of the quote, try to interpret what exactly does Albert Einstein mean by this? And using our personal experiences, right, to animate our interpretation. And then Steve always leads us into the counterclaim. Just when we think we have it understood, we have to twist our thinking and start seeing the world from a different perspective. And this is where that critical thinking component of the method really comes in. It's so important to have kids question their own thinking and it, it helps them resolve things and not get locked into a certain way of, of looking at the world. And then we'll just end with an, an essential question and, and be on with it. So that's the, the, the process and we're, we're ready to go. Our quote is about success then. Albert Einstein, I'll read it twice. Strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. Steph, welcome to the Teach Different podcast. What does Einstein mean? I'm putting you on the spot. Hi, Dan. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me on. I, you know, I love this quote because, you know, so often we use the word success with students and I teach almost all seniors, a little bit of juniors, and we're always pushing them to, to achieve and to, to want to reach towards that next step in their lives and to define what success means at 17 years old. And I think that's such a big question. And as adults, we are still always striving to understand what success means. But, but that secondary part is really what was resonating with me as I was thinking about this quote earlier today about being of value. Being of value is something that it's a quality that we can be in every walk of life, in every element, in every relationship that we have. And so while we might always be striving for that end goal or that finish line, which is implicated in success, we can be of value along the way. And, and I think that's so important as we are teaching in 2021 after the year we had last year to, to remind students that they have value where they are even if they're not quite meeting benchmarks or if they're not quite where they want to be personally in, you know, in school and in sports and activities or where, wherever they, they currently are. So that, you know, I think is a really powerful social emotional thing we can be reminding our students about. Steph, this is Steve. Goals. I, I like how you associated success with goals 
and striving after things, right? The things that aren't quite here that we have to worry about and always be thinking about. I had to look up the word value because it's such a powerful word and we think of it in different contexts, right? But in this quote, it is, it's so powerful because I think it does talk to that intrinsic nature of people. You, you mentioned quality. Here's the definition I found for value. The regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. You know, something that, that is deserving, you know, that has worth already. It's not striving, right? It, it's here. I like how you added in goals and striving for something and how different appreciating value is than always thinking of the future. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really interesting. That, is, that definition is, is very interesting about what value means. I read the quote, you know, strive not to be a success, but rather to be a value. And I think that Einstein is telling us something about success, that it's not what it's cracked up to be, whatever that means, but there's something better that we miss. If we're pursuing success, if we want a to have these accomplishments met. You mentioned benchmarks. I think that's a fascinating way of looking at this quote, like in, in school where kids meet certain benchmarks and they're successful in class, let's say getting an A. Rather than focus on that, focus on, are you doing the right thing? You know, are you becoming a good person as a result of what you're doing in school? Not are you hitting benchmarks, but are you becoming someone of good character? I just think that's such a great way to, to look at the world. When we think about this last year, too, and in losing some of those day-to-day -day moments and just missing having a casual conversation with the person sitting next to us, I think there's so much power in the small moments. And, and that's what's so exciting about this year is, again, that those passing periods and those small conversations where we're able to, to, to connect with each other. And I love seeing students look over to each other, you know, when, when I'm in a lesson and they're able to help each other out with just finding something on the, you know, the class homepage. And, and those small moments really are those powerful moments that, that can lead to success. And that's, that's wonderful. But, you know, too, success seems so finite or, or final to me in terms of, I'll be so excited, you know, teaching all seniors, the senioritis only gets worse by the day, but they, they always love to say, I can't wait till I graduate. I can't wait till I go to college. I can't wait. But when you say that you're negating or you're missing out so many great experiences. And, and that's what that, um, you know, being a value is all about. And what do you teach again, Steph? Did you, did you mention that? I might've missed that, but what you share that. Yeah, so I teach high school English, and then I'm primarily, I teach our dual credit speech class, and every once in a while I, I get a class of juniors or a senior elective, and so currently I'm teaching a section of junior English, so we are reading one of my favorite books. We just finished The Great Gatsby, so we're talking actually a lot about success in the American dream right now. I was going to add in the word present, 
Stephanie. I don't know if you use that word or have heard it a lot, but you know how we, we try to strive to be present in our relationships with people where you're not looking beyond anything. You're, you're just there. And I think that Einstein would be all about being present because you have to be present to appreciate value. You know, it, it, you're not thinking of the future. You're thinking of the now. So anyway, I thought of that. I also thought of extrinsic and intrinsic, external and internal. Success maybe being something measured externally. Uh, it doesn't have to be, I guess, but value something measured internally, just as another way to understand it when you're introducing it to students, maybe. What would, how would students react to a quote like this? I think that buzzword of success and, you know, in society in general, we, we seem to uh, highlight those extroverts and it's all about being the, you know, on the starting line of the football team or in the play or, you know, the center, the lead of something. And we look towards that and say, that's the kind of thing I want to achieve or the person I want to believe in whatever avenue or activity it is. But, uh, but I think we forget about having the, you know, celebrating the ensemble and we can't do, you know, when we try to go it alone, we don't get very far. And that idea of when we go together, it's, it's so powerful. And so I think, I think initially they would miss out on that secondary piece. I think they would say, yeah, I know I'm, I'm working. I want to be successful or, or my mom or dad wants me to be successful. And, and so I think we'd have to pause and really process what the second part of that quote means. I agree that there would be a pause processing the second part. The way I might spin it, Steph, is to say, is to have them link the second part, but rather be of value to being a good person, which is a little bit maybe hokey, but it might be something that they can connect to. What does it mean to be a good person and to make decisions and to feel intrinsically like you've done the right thing? And then maybe have the kids share personal experiences where they weren't after success, but they did something they know was right and they got a reward, an intrinsic reward for doing that. Let's say they didn't cheat on the test when their, kid, when their, um, their friends cheated on the test for instance, they felt like they did it the right way. I don't know. Do you think that might be a good way to, to tackle this? With my speech students, we talk about the power of words and how a single word can build up or tear down a person's whole day and making a joke or passing, you know, passing someone in the hallway and thinking you're being funny can, can have that snowball effect, which can can maybe hinder a person's day or really build up. And so I think in my classroom, again, we would talk about those verbal and nonverbal ways that we can lift up the people around us. And, and so, so I, I think that's probably the avenue that I would go, go with. And I like to start my, my class, especially my speech class, where I make them look the, the people sitting next to them in the eye and ask not just how, how's it going or how's your day, but how's your day really? And they always laugh and they make fun of me a little bit. But then the, those conversations and what we can spark from that 
really creates that and facilitates that positive classroom environment, which is what we're all striving for, so that we can get towards those curricular goals, so that we can get to those summative assessments and we can help everyone to grow academically as well as, as socially. Not always obsessing about where we're headed, but how are we doing? Like right now, very important, right? To raise the consciousness of it. I mean, we're going to try to disagree a little bit with it. It's always a challenge when you, you agree with the quote, right? But what, Stephanie, do you have a, a sense of a counterclaim? What's another way to look at the world that, that is good advice as well? Oh, uh, we are about to, so we're doing informative speaking right now. We're about to jump into persuasion and all things ethos, pathos, and logos. So I'm, I, you know, I think, again, this quote was hitting in a, in a really good way at where I'm at in the semester. But, you know, I think when we think about going back to what my, my students or our students would look at initially is that that word success and getting stuck on what society expects of us or what their parents expect of them or what the school expects of them. And so when you think about expectations, those outside expectations and, and having to meet, you know, be, feel like they have to be in 12 different clubs and activities and feel like they have to have this resume, you know, I think they might say, well, it's more important for me to achieve than it is for me to stop and take five minutes to, to have just a, a, a everyday conversation with someone. So they might say, looking at my time and where I'm at, I need to achieve, achieve, achieve. Hard to elaborate on that one. That's, that's great. That's almost exactly how I was looking at it too, Steph, that you can't be in an institution like a school and then go into society and not meet expectations of that society or school. You, you play the game. You have to play the game at a certain level if you don't play the game and strive after certain measurable bench points of success, you might not get where you want to be in life. So that's important too. understanding what you need to do to be successful and to push even more against Albert Einstein, you know, to be a value. It sounds good, but what do I really get out of it? You know, if I don't get rewards from other people, or if I'm not acknowledged by other people as having, let's say, done the right thing or served others, as you suggest, then is it really worth it? I mean, I'd rather go after successes and have society look at me and say, this person is a good person. Look what they've achieved. I'm trying to be a high schooler going against this quote right now. How would you react, either of you, to a student who would say something like, well, yeah, I want to be of value. That's why I want to be successful. Because when I'm successful, people will look up to me. I can be a role model. And there's my value. I can provide a value to people by showing that I made it. I accomplished something. Steve, I like how you're you're highlighting in a sense that they're not mutually exclusive. And I can definitely, I can agree with that too, in terms of, you know, you can be 
the you know chair of the dance marathon or you can be in a position that's a leadership position and still add value i think the question we need to make sure we're asking our students is it's not about where you get but how you're, you know, how you're getting there and what was the journey along the way. And so you can get to the same destination, but did you take time to care about people? Did you take time to ensure that you were making the environment around you better versus, you know, did you have to lie, cheat and steal to get to that endpoint? So, so what were, what did you do along the way? It's the how. I love it. I love how you put it. And, and to that point, Steve, too, I would challenge my students to continue to think that just because you've achieved that goal or you were successful in your sport this season, success doesn't end and adding value doesn't end. And so you've got to continue to, to, to look forward and see how you're going to continue to grow and contribute in different ways. There's you could a- even... Go ahead, Dan. No, I was just, I was, both Steve and and I studied philosophy, Steph, in college. This reminds me of something that Immanuel Kant said, who was really big on ethics and and doing the right thing. He said that the purpose of, of life is to make yourself worthy of happiness. Act in ways where you are of value, I'm, I'm bringing in the Einstein quote here, act in ways that you are, are of value, and that will make you worthy of a happy life and success that comes from it. So back to what, Steve, I think you were doing, they can happen at the same time. They can be combined. I think I would just ask some students, if they were going to drag their feet on the counterclaim, just put the question out there. Does anybody here want to be successful? Or better yet, ask, ask them, who doesn't want to be successful in here? Who's happy the way they are? I think with younger crowd, we'd have to spend a little bit more time with the word success and value. I think with the high school crowd, I think they could handle that a little bit more. I don't know what your guys' opinions on that are. I think value is profound. Oh yeah. It's, I think it, you need to take, you need to circle that word for adults in a conversation like this, get some definitions out. Stephanie, one of the things when you do the method in the class, a good way to start it is to circle words in the quote that almost are mini conversations in and of themselves. And just discuss the words. Don't launch into the claim counterclaim until you get those definitions out. And I just think success and value would be great ones. I don't know if you you know feel the same way about that, whether that would be productive at the beginning. For sure. You know, currently my juniors were trying to define that American dream and if the American dream is even possible. And so... Gatsby, I I just love teaching Gatsby because it's 100 years old and yet students still see the connections and they see the successful characters are are really awful and do some pretty awful things. And so I think that idea of looking at those words, you know, utilizing a, a rich text like Gatsby or even something more contemporary, we're reading The Hate You Give Next, so which is a kind of a completely different 
era and, and time and, and also raises some really powerful and important topics that are being discussed in, in our society today. And, and so I think looking at the, the more modernized version of what is success and what does that look like, I, I think they'd have so much to share and so much to say, you know, in our world today. Very much so. And to, just to help the kids think about what does it mean to be of value versus yeah. being successful? Cathartic. I don't think they think about these things, Steph. Yeah. I, a lot of times they don't until you put this quote out there and you, and you use it in the context of the Great Gatsby. This is a quote, a conversation you could have before the Great Gatsby that would animate the entire novel. And then they could write about it. You could have a conversation about it after the, no the novel's over. It, it would be so rich. I think a lot of students will like to take some pressure off and take a break from, the, from striving for success. And they would feel good to know that someone like Albert Einstein is telling them to just settle down, calm down. You're okay. There's another way to think about how you should be living. And I think it would bring out what some students just already feel, but it might not be articulated. I think that's a, a great value of the quote. Yeah, agreed. I think that there's a lot of kids who are really stressed out, feeling a lot of pressure, feeling a lot of expectations to give them permission to see the world in a different way and to be okay with that is, is really important. Okay, well, really, really good. I think we had a really good treatment of the claim and the counterclaim. I felt like as a group, we were starting to agree with Einstein, which is great, but then we pushed back in an appropriate way and, and saw a lot of the complexity behind this. And I really do think that this is an important quote for, for young people and for adults. I mean, we always need to be revisiting these themes for ourselves as well. So we like to end with an essential question, Steph, that, that we prepare, but obviously in a really good conversation, I don't have to tell you this as an English teacher, the kids will come up with the very best questions of them all. You know, so you always have to listen for those. But one very simple one playing on this idea of success would be, should we strive for success? As a reflective activity, an exit slip, or however you wanted to ask the, the kids that after the conversation was over is one way to do it. Okay, well, Steph, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciated your, your perspective. And uh, I, it's great that you're, you're thinking of using this quote with The Great Gatsby and some of the other pieces of literature that, that you teach. It was great to have you with us tonight. Thanks for having me. It was nice, nice to talk to you beyond Twitter and, and, and get to see all the great things that you're, you're doing with this process. And maybe if you want to do a pitch for the English chat, uh, the English, you know, social studies chat group. 
Absolutely. So I lead Inc. Social Studies Chat, which occurs the last Monday of every month, and it's adjacent to SS Chat. Uh, it any discipline is really welcome, and we try to talk about literacy, communication, media, and and all things that that are applicable in English, humanities, social science. But everybody is welcome. So if you ever want to hang out on that chat, feel free to to check us out on Mondays. 6 p.m. Central Time, the last Monday of the month. Nice. And I think October 25th is the next one. Yes. It was nice to meet you, Stephanie. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Have a really great night. All right, you too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody. We hope you're walking away feeling energized by some great ideas and are confident conversations like this are possible with just a little bit of planning and a three-step method. Make sure you go to teachdifferent.com to learn more and check out our library of conversation plans where we've compiled dozens of quotes that you can use immediately with your kids. Good luck and don't forget to teach different with conversations and make a difference every day.